What up, party people? It's your boy Tommy G here with episode 42 of the No Mercy podcast. Today, me and the alcoholic Rob go over this week's NFL bets. We went game by game through the whole entire slate for you guys in the second half of the pod. We got into talks about Josh Gordon. We had a whole conversation on God and whether we're living in simulation and religion and PETA and Rob's Twitter and NFL futures props. So Christmas, you fucking name it, we covered it on this podcast. Get over to GuruElite.com. We are using promo code SANTA20, SANTA20, and you will get 20% off anything on the entire site through the holiday season. Uh, you can buy the gambling packages, DFS packages, you name it. We got it over there, GuruElite.com. Also, starting to populate the swag store, so we're going to have No Mercy gear, Elite Mafia gear, all kinds of stuff. We're going to be creating new T-shirts every day, so uh, keep your eye out for that in the swag store. I think they're in pre-order right now, so those should be out to you soon. Uh, good show, a lot of fucking nonsense, and a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of bets for you on this show. So I uh, hope you enjoy. Get over there, subscribe, write us a review, download, show us some love. But without further ado, hit it, Miyagi. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. What up? Let's get weird. It's your boy, Tommy G, here with episode 42 of the No Mercy podcast. This is uh, me and Mr. Rob at The Alcoholics. Possible final show before the holidays, before Christmas. So, Robert, I'm going to start asking you, one, how you're doing if you have an intro line. No, but I'm fucking on it today, man. I am ready to rock. I'm oh, ready okay, to rock. so you're yeah, ready to rock. I'm on it. And then I'm very curious into the life of MLB model slash the alcoholic as to whether you like Christmas, because I could see you hating Christmas, what you're going to be doing for Christmas. I need to know, is it canned wine? What, what are the plans for the MLB model for Christmas? Well, I love Christmas for my kids. Like when you have kids, Christmas is fun. They open presents, you know, that whole thing, right? It's great for the adults though. Just uh, adults in Christmas, like I fucking hate it, man. Giving uh, other adults gifts, other adults giving me gifts. Do you guys do that? Do you guys do that? Do you exchange gifts amongst everyone in the family? It's so weird, man. My mother-in-law, so my brother-in-law and I are the same age, about the same size. So my mother-in-law buys us the exact same Christmas presents. So like when him and I go out, if we're together, it's like, hey, uh, you going to wear this shirt that our mother-in-law bought for you or not? Because there's been times like we've showed up, it's like the same sweater because well, we get after, the same sweater. After sweaters. 10 years, you got like 10 things that are the same, right? Well, it's so bad, though. I've started just returning everything. Like, I'll get like, I don't know, 50 fucking shirts that I just take it back to the store and get a gift card and buy. Because, you know, I just wear jeans and T-shirts, so it's like... I don't need this shit. We actually kind of stopped the gift. Like now that there's a bunch of kids in the family, like my brother has two kids and you know, that that's helped because now everyone just focuses all their attention on the kids. I ended up buying um, $500 worth of beanbag chairs. These things are pretty fucking badass. Are um, they the love me, sacks? They are. What was it? PB teen. Go to PB teen.com. Uh, okay. I think it's I've pottery got these, the pottery, pottery kid bond. one. Yeah, yeah. Have you seen the ones like the little yeah. Chewbacca one? No, I haven't like, seen they're that like, one. They're like three hundred dollars beanbags. So right. it's a it's a big beanbag chair that has this furry outer covering with a Chewbacca mouth on it. Oh, that's sweet. And then I bought the Hello Kitty one for uh, for my niece. So those are going to be dope. So I'm definitely going to steal Christmas this year because that's really what it's about, right? It's just about 
whoever gives the kids the gift that makes them go the craziest. Yeah, exactly. It's really not even about the fucking kids. It's just about a competition amongst all of us over who did the best. Well, so the adults can brag and feel better about themselves, really. Right, yeah. Like, I'm buying this gift to feel good about myself. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to chew through it. It'll have fucking holes in it. It'll be fucking useless in in no time at all. Let me ask you this, Rob. I'm going to ask you some things about Christmas, and then you tell me if you like them or hate them. Okay. Okay. Lights. Fuck lights. <laughs> All lights? <laughs> Here's the All- difference between me and you, Tommy. Like, I've got a house, right? And I've expected to decorate it. My kids want all these decorations. So it's like, it's a job for me. It's a big job for me. I got to fucking haul this shit out, put them on bushes, on trees, on fucking everything. And I'm over it, man. I hate fucking I, I guess. Yeah. See, I don't have to do all that shit. So I just like looking at them. So I'm pro lights. I'm a fan of lights. Trees. Okay. Christmas trees. We used to go cut down our own tree, mm-hmm. you know, where you go Which out you and should. cut down the don't tree. Tell me, don't tell me you're using a fake tree. Dude, no, no, no. I, real tree. All right, all right. Real tree. I'm a right. real tree guy. I was going to say, dude, what do you think about people who use fake trees? It's fucking stupid. Don't even. Like don't fake even... tree, fucking kill yourself. No, don't even do it. Like, it's all about no, yeah, the pine just, smell. Yeah. You know, I know people nice. that do the fake tree. And then they get the pine spray and they spray the tree every day and all this kind of shit. And for me, that's just like, listen, grab some fucking balls, go buy a tree and deal with the fucking mess or just don't buy a tree. It's one or the other. One or the other. Right. One or the other. But what I did this year, I had it delivered. See, that's genius. (laughs) As long as you have a real tree, the, the most efficient, laziest way to get a real tree in a house is the way that I would. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, I, I would get a tree. Deli- can you, is there like a website for this? I was like a local farm. Like, hey, you want to deliver? I said, sure. Deliver. Oh, deliver dude, I got to get a tree because I want a tree. I got a huge spot for it right here next yeah. to the TVs. I just am too lazy to go out and get one. But uh, I think maybe I'll do that. I'll see if I can get a tree delivered this weekend. Um, gifts in general. Gifts for the kids are great. Gifts for me and others are stupid. Yes, like, I agree. Uh, now tips i'm a tipper i know you're a tipper yeah. my maids were just here i just gave them a 200 dollars tip right, like right. that's all good but i'm not going out and try to buy people sweaters and shit fuck that yeah gifts are gifts are for girlfriends and kids like i literally anyone else it's just like fuck it like when's the last time you literally got an article of clothing from a family member that you were like yo this is fucking dope i'm gonna wear this next friday like Outside it's always of a like Jersey. Like I've gotten a Jersey before, which is cool to get, but no, nah, not like an article of clothing. Yeah. Like, it's always like, Oh, thanks. Like going to wear this to bed. Um, <laughs> food. The Christmas. I, I'm not a Christmas food guy. I am a huge Thanksgiving food guy and I will replicate as much of that as I can. But like my family, my wife's family is all Italian and that we do like the whole big fishes thing right, and fish all that kind of shit. Before, and yeah, pasta, we do yeah. all that. But Christmas day is usually like lasagna. Kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Yep, like, we do the same thing. A lot of pastas, a lot of pasta. Fish the night before. Um, family. How about this, Rob? Family. What do you think <laughs> about family on Christmas Day? Like the first day is cool, right? But my whole family lives like thousands of miles away from me, so they fly in, drive in, and then stay with me. So it's good for like a day, and then I'm over it after like two uh, days. Yeah, no, fuck that. My father-in-law like roaming around my house. Like it just gets really old really quick. I mean, I don't know if this is necessarily Christmas, but it'd probably be more New Year's. But uh, resolutions. 
I, I sent a tweet last year that said uh, the only people who make resolutions are pitiful fucking losers who hate their lives and are never going anywhere. That's who makes a fucking resolution. Like, I don't know. I listen to the morning radio show. They're like, well, what's your resolution? I'm going to save more money. No, yeah. you're not. No, I'm going to eat better. You're, no, you're you fat fuck. You're not going to eat better. <laughs> shitty human that you were last year. You're just going to have a good two-month run. I don't even start. try, dude. I don't. I, don't I, I think resolutions are fucking dumb. If you need a day on a calendar to tell you to do something, then then you're pathetic. Just do what I do and just never change. And just fucking accept <laughs> the fact that I'm never going to quit smoking. I'm never going to start going to the gym. I'm never going to calm down. I'm never going to stop drinking. I'm never going to go to – I'm never going to do anything. I'm just going to accept the fact that – January 1st is not going to fucking change a single thing in my fucking life. So we're going to talk about uh, Josh Gordon. Uh, I got some PETA stuff for you. We'll go over a couple mm. futures. We'll go over this week's slate of games. We're going to get into all that. But we had a little discussion before the podcast started, Rob. And I have a, a philosophy that Santa and God, right? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so Santa Claus <laughs> and God. Was, I, I had a whole religious discussion this morning with my mom. I was trying to convert her to believe that there is no heaven and we're living in simulation. And, and I think I kind of got through to her a little bit, but uh, I kind of was, was basing it on the point that do, I don't think we realize how we think believing in Santa Claus is ridiculous, but believing in the story of, of God and all that is not. So I know you're a simulation guy, and my whole philosophy on it, Rob, is Santa is a guy that basically lives – Somewhere mythical that we don't know whether it's on the fucking North Pole North or Pole. whatever. You know, yeah. fucking, but it, no one's ever seen him, right? With so elves. it's like, does he really live there or whatever? And he's this mythical dude that kind of flies around and drops off presents once every 365 days. And he's fat and he fits down a chimney. And he really never ages and he's always old and he never dies and all that. Like, how is that any different than 99% of the characters in the Bible who literally god himself like created the earth in fucking seven days and you know jesus rose from the dead so we had a whole conversation about that which dovetailed into um simulation theory and i know this is one of your favorite things so when people ask me what my religion is i tell them i'm agnostic like I, i don't have a religion i don't believe in organized religion i know you're the same way but i have my kind of beliefs on what i think happens so I want to hear your uh, your theory on it, Rob. I know we've spoken about it a little bit. So uh, when you tell somebody that you think you could be living in a simulation, they look at you like their eyes are you're crazy, right? But let's think about this. So if if our society just incrementally increases our technology uh, just a little bit every year, every decade, every hundred years, like like we have for the past hundred years, right? It just accelerates, right? One thing builds on another, another. Right. You know, we've got VR, all this shit, right? So, is it that hard to believe that a society a thousand years advanced from us, or two thousand years advanced from us, could have created a simulation that we are a member of or living in, right? So. The idea that this is base reality, that this is the right year, this is where we are, to me is pretty fucking absurd. Because if if our technology advanced at all, there is a high probability that there is a civilization living 2,000 years from now controlling us in this year as part of a computer program. Yes. That I, 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 have, I have said this for a long time. And if people ask me what's my religion, I say Westworld. 
like Westworld <laughs> is my I'm not religion. talking about robots, though. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, right? Like, there's, it's obvious. We can look back 20 years just, right? Like, just look back to, Didn't like, have 1998. Didn't have right? any of that. And yet. look how far we've advanced. Look how far virtual reality has advanced. Video games have advanced, right? So, so you go 20, 30 years from now. It's reasonable for people to believe to certain levels that, you know what, like, 50 years from now, we could be living. Didn't Paris Hilton start her own little simulated universe? Right, she that is she's doing, doing that right now. Yeah. So it's like it's yeah. very realistic to believe that in fifty years, twenty years, maybe even ten years, that we're going to be playing games where we're in a simulated universe, right? And it seems real. Now, fast forward that another hundred years, and another hundred years, and then two thousand years beyond that. So yes, it's it's a hundred percent believable that that's possible. But my whole thing about like, what do you think happens when you die, Rob? Well, if my simulation theory is correct, they scrub your code and reboot you. And that's some what I other- right. I think you get rebooted, right? And I think the the logical explanation for that is deja vu. Like deja vu is like mm-hmm. a glitch, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's really what it is. Like, and this is why I say Westworld is my religion. Like you'll see that you'll get this kind of like how the fuck can you literally spend ten seconds? in the exact place at the exact time that you were in at another point to the point where you could tell what's going to happen next for the next three or four seconds, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, that seems familiar. Like, you can literally predict, like, this guy's going to walk by right now. And it happens. Basically, what I think is once we die, we get rebooted. They clean us out. Sometimes they don't clean the thing fully, and there's little glitches in there. And that's actually proof that we do come back in maybe the same exact simulation. Maybe we live the same exact life over again. Maybe we come back as someone else. Also explaining how when you meet certain people, you feel like you know them, right? Like there's certain people where it's like, I know this motherfucker. Or there's certain people that you just get near them and you're like, oh, no, no, no. I don't want to be anywhere near this person. All these things kind of explain that we've been through this before. We've been through this game or this system before. And Tommy, the other thing is on the current trajectory mankind is if this is base reality and we are not living in a simulation – this all ends relatively soon, right? Right. Like, you can't pump the amount of carbon we pump into the environment. All this shit. Like, we're on a course for extinction. So, if you don't believe in simulation theory, we will all be extinct in 200 years, right? <laughs> so, if we're in a simulation, that means mankind figured out a way to prevent all these catastrophes and all these problems. It is living well into the future, which we're not in, um, and we're in a simulation so it's actually like a story of hope uh because if we are not in a simulation this whole thing is over soon and if we are in a simulation that that gives you good confidence right like i was talking to my mom this morning about my grandfather who passed away you know a year or so ago and i was like hey how great is it to think that grandpa's a three-month-old baby right now right you know like that's, that's way better than this bullshit of heaven like and again i'm not against people being religious i believe i have my own little mini tommy religion right which I believe in, and some of it involves reincarnation, and some of it, like, I'm unsure of. But it's when people try to force their religious views and claim that they're fact when they're not. You know, like, yeah, I get the same right. thing all the time. Well, if there's no God, then how did all this get created? Well, my response is, well, how did God get created? Like, well, let's I, go back I, a I, step before that. Who cre- yeah. Something had to be. We, none of us can conceptualize where we actually started. And what the beginning of everything was. So you can't just start it at God because what, how did he get there? Like take it a step behind. If you could explain that to me, then we can start to have a conversation. But the reality of heaven is one of the things that drives me nuts because there is no heaven. 
Like, it, it, maybe there is. So I, I won't be that person who says there's not. But to believe that there's this mythical place, I can't prove that there's a heaven. But I can prove that, especially, you know, I was raised Catholic and Christian. I can prove that Catholics and Christians don't aren't sure of it. Even the people that say they're a hundred percent sure of it, you know, of the most of it, not. they're no. not. Of because if not. that was the case, Rob, if we, if I truly believed a hundred percent that I'm going to heaven, why wouldn't I look forward to death? Why wouldn't getting cancer be a party? Like a cancer party? Why? Yeah. yeah. Why, why wouldn't I be excited? Like that? Should, if we found out, Rob, you had three weeks to live, we should throw a fucking party. Like right. you're going to Utopia, dude. Like, you're going to the fucking, you're going to go reunite with all your relatives. I'm going to meet you there in, like, 40 years, which is a glip, like, a nothing in the grand infinite universe that we're going to spend in heaven together. So fucking get there, dude. I'm so happy for you. But the reality is everyone believes in heaven until they personally are dying. And then when they're personally dying, they shit their fucking pants because that's when they realize that they don't truly 100% believe in it. If you wanted to make the argument... The people that you can argue do really believe in their religion the most are probably the Muslims, right? You got people literally killing themselves and yeah, just, just just to get up to the fucking million virgins or whatever the fuck is waiting for them. So, but yeah, the the fact that people claim that they really believe it and there's definitely a heaven and and grandpa's there and no 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 you don't believe that it just allows you to cope with death. That's yeah, and my thing is, and and I don't give a literal fuck. You can believe you you can believe anything you want. I it really is inconsequential to me. But uh, dispel that we're living in a simulation or that God is real. Like, which one of those can you actually maybe technologically fathom compared to just having blind faith? Right? Like, is it possible that there's a computer strong enough in 150, 300,000 years that that can control a simulation this size? Yes, of course, of course there is. The human brain, you could create a computer that is stronger and faster than the human brain, which means you could simulate consciousness. And right. it's totally fathomable. We're there now. We're already there. That's the funny thing. Like We're already there. And just fucking, like, uh, just fucking 60 years ago, we weren't even in the fucking same stratosphere of being able to send an email. Like, look where we yeah, are this now. Is 60, 20, 30 years ago. We literally couldn't send an email. We couldn't communicate digitally. And now we're able to basically simulate artificial intelligence in 30 years. Like, where are we going to be it in 3,000 years? Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, I mean, my whole philosophy is I, I respect everyone's religious beliefs. I love having debates about it. I just hate the fact that everyone goes, well, the Bible said so. And it's like, wait, time out. Come on. People used to live to be 800 years old. Like, do you really believe this, that people used to live to be 800 years old and some dude smashed a cane on the ground and parted seas and dudes were rising from the dead and everyone was made of magic and fucking... But now, with all the advancements we've had, we're dying quicker, we don't live as long, we don't have any of these superhuman powers. Like, come really? Like, come on. Really? Like, believe in your religion. Believe that there's a God. That's all fine. Because I don't know if there is or isn't. I'm agnostic. But the whole point of it is, like, please just stop believing that that the Bible is real, right? Yeah, and acting like other people who don't are right or are like assholes or how, <laughs> like, come on, step away from it and write that story down. Take out the words God and Jesus and Moses and replace them with uh, you Captain know, America, fucking Batman John, and Jim, Superman. and Frank, and and literally, it's a superhero movie that no one would believe, right? So. 
But uh, yeah, me and you are going to talk a lot about this over the next year and probably ruffle some feathers. <laughs> we'll lose all our religious listeners, I'm assuming. Josh Gordon right now, Rob. Just get what's going on here. Just the news broke this morning, I think it was, uh, that yeah. Josh Gordon is basically stepping away from football um, because of mental health issues. Like, first of all, we predicted this just like 90% of the world, I'm assuming. But the whole outcry is just good for Josh, man. Go get yourself some help. And but, Dude, the guy got busted for drugs again. And it's that's the new thing, right? Like, if you're a fuck-up, you just say you have a mental health issue. And I'm not trying to diminish people who do truly have mental health issues. But at the same token, it's hard for me not to all of a sudden, like we said yesterday on the show with Jeff, people take it to such extremes. Like, yeah, there are people who have extreme mental health issues. And I feel like me and you are one of them, right? But I'm not going to go make an excuse for that every time something bad happens to me that all of a sudden I have a mental health. Like, can't you just be a fuck up anymore? No, you can't. And I enjoy I enjoy a whiskey a night, right? Like, I, lo- I, I look forward to that. I like to drink. That's like my little mini mental health break. But I'm not going to tell you I have mental health issues. Like, Josh Gordon likes to smoke fucking weed. Right. Like, why can't you just like to fucking care. smoke weed? Just get high, dude, but don't say like maybe you're depressed and you're doing that. I don't know. That's fine, but don't the correlation is not there, right? It's like you just want to get high, dude. It's fine. I mean, I, I listen, and it's like you don't know, right? So it's kind of like the religious thing. Like, if you don't know, don't take a strong stand on it, right? Like, I'm not gonna bet my life that there's there's you know, we're living in simulation. I'm not gonna bet my life that there's no hell. I'm just gonna stay agnostic and have my views. So it's the same thing with Josh Gordon. But for everyone to go just take this strong stand, yeah. like Josh Gordon is a good person who just has a mental health issue, and anyone saying otherwise is insensitive to Josh Gordon and other people with mental health issues. Well, the fuck? Like, dude, you got like fucking four weeks left of the season. Like, just don't smoke weed or do drugs for the next fucking four weeks. Oh, it's not that easy when you have a mental health issue, Tommy. Well, that means everyone has a pass forever now. Right? Yeah. Right, Everyone who's right, ever right. done a drug, just because ha- literally, if you get tested, we all have a mental health issue on some level. <laughs> it's just taking that strong stand of he's a great person. And it's like, dude, you could just be a fuck up. Like, that's the reality. You it's could just be a fuck up. It's the whole signaling thing we talked about in the last podcast. These people feel like if they don't Virtue step signaling. out and say, you know, we're going to think you're not a good person. Well, Josh, you know what? Maybe no. you have problems, buddy. And whatever, I mean, I believe he does probably have some mental yeah. health issues. I believe we all do on some level. But Josh Gordon's a fuck up. Like he's had more chances like, like, than any person. The, the I've ever first seen. tweet that pops up for those mocking, uh, castigating, whatever the fuck that is, Josh Gordon without any empathy. Here's a piece from a year ago. He was born into the worst of circumstances, manipulated and used his entire life. He's a genuine tortured human. My heart hasn't always break for Josh. That's great. Like that's fine. But he could still not smoke weed. For yeah. fucking four more weeks. Also, like, Tommy, where's his handlers? Like, this guy's got multi-million dollar contracts. Where's his handlers? Right. I don't understand how this I mean, happens. everything on here is just my heart breaks for Josh Gordon. I mean, it's like, I get it. Like, all right. like, But come on, dude. I'm probably going to get lit on fire for this. But, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. Everyone who does everything wrong nowadays is just, we make an excuse for it. Like, just, just fight through it. Fight through it. I've been fighting through fucking ADD my whole life. I've been fighting through fucking problem. I'm probably bipolar. I'm definitely. I've never even gotten tested because I don't even no, want to you fucking are. know. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. definitely fucking bipolar. I definitely suffer from depression. Rob, you've seen it. You know, yeah. like all of it. 
It's fucking fight through it. Like, you know, fuck up, own it, and then move on. You don't hear me saying, like, well, the reason I fucking went prison Mike is because I get depressed. <laughs> and I am nah, I'm a fuck, I'm a fuck up. You know, like, that's why. I'm a fuck up. Like, that's it. I probably got more shit wrong in my head than fucking everyone out there. But I just fucking say I'm a fuck up, and I try not to do fucked up things as often as possible. Like, it's, it's a pretty simple process. But uh, what do you think this does to the Patriots? Um, I don't know. You know, Tom Brady, I worry about him. Gronk's not there. They lose a, uh, a weapon like Gordon. I, I'm, first of all, I'm fucking happy. Like, as a Steelers fan, great, great. Anything that causes the downfall of the Patriots, by the way, great fucking win this weekend. <laughs> that's, a, that's a win for everyone. Great yeah, so, fucking win this weekend. So, I mean, I think, I think this is pretty big um, for the Patriots, honestly. Yeah. Because, like you said, Gronk isn't a, himself. You know, he's a shell of himself out there. Tom Brady's a shell of himself. You know, it's – I don't know, man. I, I it's, It hurts. It it's so isn't it hard though to just like discount them, like no matter what goes wrong with them, you're still just they're like you know they're gonna figure out a way to get you, to the Super Bowl. You want to talk about is somebody who found a glitch in the simulation in the Matrix? It's Bill fucking Belichick, right? Like that guy has found some sort of glitch and uh, <laughs> just exploits it with his devil magic every year. Yeah, we'll talk about some futures props here. So we were talking about uh, me and Jeff were talking a little bit about the MVP race and uh, go listen to No Mercy episode forty. I went on a pretty strong rant about how Rivers is not going to win the MVP most likely, but he should. So the MVP odds currently right now are Mahomes minus 140, Breeze minus 110, which is a fucking joke, and then Rivers plus 1,200. So those are the three favorites. Where do you sit on this MVP candidacy? And if you were going to bet, Rob, where are you putting your money down? Well, just from a pure market perspective, I mean, Mahomes is going to win the award, so the 140 is the... uh the 140s where I, where I would definitely put my money. I understand your Rivers argument, but let's be real. Like Mahomes is winning the MVP. I don't see any other way around. D- d- he listen. He's the golden boy of the NFL. He's fantastic. He's putting up video game numbers. Yeah. Right. Like that's that's all there. But can you argue that he has been collapsing of late? Now I know everyone wants to point out. Like, look what Ruger Mahomes did in the last minute of the. But I, everyone pass, yeah. also forgets the five turnovers before that or the three terrible throws that let that team stay in the game. You know, when we're looking at the games like the Raiders, they're like, yeah, but he won the game. Yeah, dude, you basically snuck out a victory to the Oakland Raiders, which is literally one of the worst teams in football that's tanking. Mahomes played good, but every time it came time, to shut that game down, the door was left open for the Raiders to win the game, and the Raiders really should have won that game. If you look at the Rams game, you know, one of the biggest games of the year on national television, I mean, didn't didn't he turn the ball over, I think, five times? I think he had three picks and two fumbles. Yeah, and one of and, them was really ugly. Yeah, and, and it literally the end of that game, you're just like, Jesus Christ. You know, the big thing for me is Phillip Rivers right now yeah. is just the only person in the NFL right now and the clutch player in the NFL right now that I look at that I think from start to finish can go through a game and not hand the game to the other team. He's the only person who's not doing that. The Chargers are surging. They have the same record as the Chiefs right now. Who would have thought that just three or four weeks ago? You know, the Chiefs are coming off a situation where they basically lost to the Rams. Mm-hmm. They should have lost to the Raiders. They basically lost to the Ravens and stole that at the end. And they lost to the Chargers. They lost to Phillip Rivers. And my whole philosophy on episode 40 was if the Chiefs, which I think they're going to, 
go into Seattle this week and get thumped, and they work Mahomes and the Chiefs offense over, and they beat them like 27 to 13 or something like that, or 27 20 even. And then Rivers goes into Baltimore and wins out the rest of the year, and the Chiefs win the AFC West. I, Rivers is my MVP. Yeah, I mean, they're both making the playoffs. Obviously. Your MVP should win your division at least, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you can't be the MVP and not even win your own division. No, I like your argument. I, I love your argument. I just, I just think that Mahomes is going to get the award. He probably is. He probably is. But in my opinion, if, if the Chargers end up winning that division, I think there's good value at plus 1,200 on Rivers. So there's at least value in that situation. And honestly, Rivers is... Uh, Mahomes' game against the Seahawks is going to be on national TV. That's an eight twenty prime time game. So, yeah. it, and we've seen that Seahawks defense late in the season, fucking lay wood to people. If they oh, could yeah. go lay wood to Mahomes, which I think they could, then you're looking at Rivers jumping right into that race. And then Breeze is the other one that you know. It's like what the fuck is Breeze done lately? Like Nothing. Breeze was I mean, putting up video by game last week, and you know, yeah, they lose two in a row and then squeak by last week. I mean, come, you got to fucking take this into account with breeze that he plays the falcons the bucks and the panthers all defenses that are easily exposed and really hasn't done shit lately he's got a test this week i mean it's at home right so you know whenever you see breeze at home you just assume he's gonna ball out but i mean breeze's last four games 171 127 201 and 203 passing yards Mm -hmm. on top of that He's had a 265, a 120, a 212, a 217, and a 243 this year. So it's like... Not 300 yards. I mean, yeah, yeah he's got 31 touchdowns, five interceptions. But, I mean, what the fuck has Breeze done lately? No, I agree. He should have lost to Carolina. He, he lost to Dallas. Like, he's got the best team in the NFC. He's probably got the mm-hmm. best coach, and he's got the best defense to go along with it of all the MVP candidates. Like, I don't even... I don't understand how you argue Breeze over Rivers. You could argue Mahomes over Rivers. I don't understand how you argue Breeze over Rivers because most of Breeze's video game numbers, you know, came in the first half of the season, and it's what have you done for me lately? Yeah, exactly. I totally agree. He's thrown two two touchdowns and three interceptions in his last three games, and they're all on the road. He can't play on the road. How can you be the most valuable player in the league if you can't play on the road? Like, you should be able to play in any conditions. This is this is what Rivers does better. So um, what about – uh, Go ahead. Yeah, go, go. Did you see this news? So the Raiders are shut out of the Pro Bowl for the second time in franchise history. Not one player from the Raiders made the Pro Bowl. I mean, that makes sense, though, right? Fuck, you can send it a Pro Bowl. They have, they have a bunch of Pro Bowlers that left their team. Fucking Amari Cooper. Yeah, exactly. Guys like that. Exactly. But uh, did Amari Cooper make the Pro Bowl? I didn't even look at the fucking Pro Bowl. Oh, I don't know. I just saw this scrolling thing on my sports uh, sports app that that happened. I saw everyone, like, freaking out. Like, it's so funny, like, how there's certain things, even within the industry, that I just give zero shits about, and the Pro yeah. Bowl is one of them. And it's so yeah. funny because everyone will go out and tweet and talk about the Pro Bowl and how stupid it is and how fucking dumb it is. And it, Well, why do you even know who made it? Like, I don't, I don't even fucking know. I don't fucking care. Like, that, that's true disinterest, right? Like, it's fucking stupid. It's meaningless. It's bullshit. So I don't care. But I everyone like else it. seems to, I don't know. I like, like, I like the Pro Bowl. You do? Yeah. Why? I mean, I don't like the game itself, but I like to see who made it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. I fucking care. I think it's all fucking bullshit. I'm into weird shit. 
Yeah, you do like weird shit. Um, let's do over this. What about these divisionals here? So I think you got a good bet on the Chargers plus 200 to win the division. Yeah, me too. Right? No doubt. I mean, yeah. when, you're, when you're looking at this situation right now for the Chargers, obviously you'll see I'm pretty high on the Chargers. I'm, I'm gaining steam on the Chargers the further we go along. Um, the Chargers plus 200 to win that division. They're 11-3 and three and the Chiefs are 11-3. and three. This week, we have the Chargers versus the Ravens, and we'll talk a little bit about that game. And then the Chargers are at the Broncos. So they can win both of those games. I think they do win both of those games right now, especially getting Melvin Gordon back. And the Chiefs are at Seattle. So really, this all comes down to the Seattle game because the Chiefs have the Raiders the week after that. So I think if Seattle, if you believe that Seattle Mm -hmm. can and will beat the Chiefs this week, then a great bet for you is is Chargers plus 200 and then throwing a fucking penny or two on Rivers plus 1,200. Yeah, I agree. I like that 200 bet. Actually, I'm going to go place that now. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a decent one. What about your Steelers minus 240 to win the division? Well, look, I mean, their their chances are getting better every day right now. So um, I think they beat New Orleans. Uh, actually, I think they run the table at this point. And, uh, you think they go win in New Orleans this week? I do, yep. Hmm. Money line. Let's get it. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Yeah, the, uh, let's get that money on. But I think the Steelers run the table and uh, lock it up. No problem. Yeah, I mean, for the Steelers, they can lose. Because they play the, the Bengals. Sa- they could yeah. lose at the Saints this week. The reason why I do like the Steelers minus 240 a lot to win the division is because they don't have to beat the Saints this week. Because, again, everything, every one of these bets is, like, tied to, you know, the Chargers or the Seahawks. If the Chargers beat the Ravens, then the Steelers don't need to win this week. Yeah, that's true. Right? Like, that's yeah. the thing. You, so you do have a couple outs on that right. Steelers. If they do beat the Saints, great. You know, you pretty much locked it up because they got, what, the fucking Bengals or something next week? But if they don't, you still have the Chargers who can go out and beat the Ravens, and, and you're basically good. So you can win that. So I like those. Um, any other Super Bowl props or anything that you were looking at that you like? Are we still sitting on the Saints? You had a matchup that you liked, I think you said, right? Yeah, I think the Saints-Steelers game is a, pre- a Super Bowl preview um we put money on that a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and uh it's sitting at 1500 right now i still like that bet um at 1500 for the saint steelers super bowl matchup i'm going to see right here what is the saints see now do you worry a little bit about the saints here if they if you do think they lose this week because mm, that no, you do don't you no. think that they need the home field straight through like they have it right now Will they lose it if the Steelers beat them? Um, they go to 12-3, and three, and if the Rams yeah. win out, the Rams basically have the Cardinals and the Niners. So the Rams are going to win out, right? Yeah. So I don't know mm-hmm. who has the tiebreaker there on that. I should have dug into this a little bit Because New more. Orleans could still lock it up, even if they lose. I mean, I'm assuming. Because they got a game on the Rams right now. They didn't play each other, right? The Ram- yeah, they did. All right, so they the did. Saints beat the Rams. So the Saints. Perfect. All right, so the Saints. All right, fine. Yeah, so the Saints are going to be in the Super Bowl. Uh, that's going to happen. So lock that up for sure. And then what's the what's the Saints Chargers Super Bowl matchup? That's what I want to see. Seven fifty. That's it. Yeah, that's shit odds from my bookie. Good job, Ag. That fucking, fucking shit odds. The Chargers fans over there. Seven fifty. Saint, so on. here you go, Tommy. Saints that Chiefs right. are Saints Chiefs are plus three seventy. Uh, Saints Chargers are plus seven fifty. 
Saints Browns is fucking plus one million. Why do you even have a Saints Browns matchup? Because they can. I think they have like a one percent chance of actually sneaking in. Redskins Patriots. Like, what? What do you? Have? <laughs> hey, listen. It's smart. That's smart. Like, that's put everything on the board book. that's dead. Like, one hundred percent. Like the Bears Dolphins are plus three hundred seventy-five thousand. <laughs> you know, let some fucking idiot who doesn't know what the fuck they're doing go click that button for a dollar and go get your free. Your free shekel, Saints but, uh, Patriots plus six fifty. Yeah, I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna shop around. I think I can get better than plus seven fifty. Yeah, I do too. Um, on that, uh, what's the promo code for my bookie if they want to go over there and sign up, Rob? Guru Elite, hundred percent bonus. Guru Elite. By the way, we got some new swag. We're gonna be kicking up. Yeah, uh, should mention that. So we're opening up the swag store. We're gonna be kicking out designs nightly. So uh, if you go check my Twitter, and it should be on the Guru Elite Twitter. Uh, Mad Lab just created a little Elite Mafia shirt. Uh, for the subs out there, we're going to have no mercy shirts. We're going to have let's get weird shirts. We're going to have a bunch of shit. So we're just starting to get the swag store popping, um, starting with the T-shirts, and then we'll expand to sweatshirts and shit like that. But um, let's let's get over here real quick and talk a little bit about this week's games, Rob. So, okay. I mean, we, we got the Saturday games. First yeah. of all, how do you feel about no Thursday game this week? Love it. You do love it? Yeah, I'm all good with it. I personally think Saturday night, should always be a game and monday night should always be two games i love that right there should always be a saturday night game and there should always be two monday night games yeah thursday fucks with my prep time man because i like just came off the monday night game and then Mm -hmm. just two days to get ready so i can imagine how an nfl team feels actually that's that's gonna be my nfl rule change that's gonna be my nfl rule change ban thursday even though i love them i do like having a game on thursday it's just nice to have that I do hate it from a content provider standpoint. I hate it from a slate standpoint. I think we should have two Saturday games, two Monday games, and the rest on Sunday every single week. Yeah, every single week. Uh, yeah, I agree. Saturday I mean, because and it's like college football. Like, come on. Like, I worship college football. Yeah, worship it. Like, I watch more college football than anyone anyone else. But it's nice to have those fucking multiple things going on at the same time. That's mm-hmm. why if you're a real sports fan, you got fucking three TVs. So I could have my fucking 4 p.m. Saturday NFL game, 8 p.m., 8.20 p.m. Saturday game, and then I have my Sunday slate with a Sunday night game and then two Monday night games. That's the nuts, and it's good for player safety too because these guys don't have to play on short weeks and then play on extended weeks. You keep everyone right in that kind of 48-hour window where they're either playing like Sunday night to Monday night and Saturday night to, to Monday night, and then you lose all those advantages of short weeks and things like the that. Thursday game is just too tight, especially if you're traveling. It just doesn't make sense. Like, how can you have a fucking league that talks about player safety? Yeah. And then the you have players playing fucking four days after they just got their brains beat in. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's total contrary to what the league's all about. But the Saturday games this week, uh, the first one is, is a pretty much a shit show. Um, you got the Titans minus 10 to the Redskins, 37 total, Rob. What are we looking at here? By the way, how did you do last week? Let's get into that before we go. I fucking so. smashed. Smashed the world. Pulled a Tommy G. I hit uh, four parlays. No, not four parlays. Four teasers. I was like, uh, you even did four parlays? No, no, I don't fucking parlay. Uh, no, I did have one parlay. I did. I, I parlayed uh, the Golden State Warriors with the Saints on the money line. Um so I did have a parlay. Or yeah, you're up 11 parlay. units now in basketball. I noticed, Rob. After um, a slow start, you are you are uh, you are steadily I, creeping up. I'm really hot in basketball. So 
what I do every morning, guys, is why I don't run you my... keep your record? I, I've been asked that by subs, and I what, you don't you don't I know you don't care about it because it's like your record doesn't pay your bills, as you've told me. But why okay. don't you keep your record? So here's the logic. So a lot of guys will say I'm 110 and 75, right? But if you bet 110 games at minus 350 and lost seven or and lost 75 games, right? You. Lost money. Like right. you lost money. A winning percentage doesn't really tell you much because it, unless you have the average lines there, right. you or could you be losing money. Next to it, right. You could be at 70% and lose money if you're betting 75% lines. Uh-huh. So that's why I just keep track of, of, of my unit count. But uh, I understand why people do it. Uh, but my model's hot, guys. So in the morning when I run it, literally if there's a 15-game slate, 14 of those games will be on market, meaning it's dead on, dead ass on the number. And then there's one outlier. And I know that outlier is a good bet because everything else is on market, which means that one, uh, you know, that one anomaly is off. We'll bet it. It'll get bet in the shape a little later in the afternoon and we're just smashing. Yeah, you've been hot, man. I mean, I think you've won like seven of your last nine totals or seven of your last eight totals. And really, it's all totals for Rob. Yeah. So you have been hot with this shit. Um, I'm still doing good over on the on the basketball side. 66, 46, and one uh, up about nine units over there. Cheetah on the college basketball side is 68, 48. So me and him are like fucking neck and neck. He's up 10. I'm up nine. So a little, little friendly, friendly competition in college basketball over there. Cheetah has not slowed down in NBA. No, <laughs> he like, hasn't. He, he just has not slowed down. He's 72 and 37, up 30 units in NBA, playing one unit per game. Like, he has not slowed down. I'm it's just so riding stupid. his NBA blind. You see yeah. it on the text thread every night. Like, I'm yeah. just blindly riding it. Um, Collins is up 14 units over there, too. So, you know, the NBA package is hot. Um, I had a monster football week last week. And, of course, the second I have, like, a bad week and everyone starts going, getting ready to jump ship, what happens? Tommy G comes out fucking slaying like Jon Snow with a Valerian seal sword. So, yesterday, uh, Saturday, I won seven units on props. Saturday on the bets, I hit two straight bets and my teaser up eight and a half units on the Saturday bets. And then Sunday, I went five and oh on my bets, uh, four straight bets and a teaser. So I went eight and oh on my weekend bets. And then my, uh, I, did, I did a little bit on the money line too for Carolina, but I'd had Carolina plus six as my main bet for mm-hmm. Monday. So technically, you could say on my main bets, I went nine and oh on the weekend, didn't lose a game. So I'm back up 31 units. Um, on the season Jeff Mann's still fucking slaying over there he Just, really is <laughs> I mean he's really slaying but sneakily Night Ghost has got white hot like I mean, Night Ghost you remember last year who's fucking out of his face with hockey betting um, yeah. Night Ghost has gotten white hot uh, he's he was up like 20 units all of a sudden and it's funny whenever you see these seasons just start like NBA mm-hmm. college basketball hockey it's normal for people to get off to slow starts, right? Like Night Ghost got off to a slow Takes start. A you got off yeah. to a slow NBA start. Um, yeah. I was kind of – I've been fairly hot in college basketball, but I'm nowhere near college basketball yet. Like I'm, I'm, I'm up. I'm 60. No, you're not Tommy Hoops yet. Oh, when no, you turn into no. Tommy Hoops, it's yeah, over. Yeah, no, that's not – like that comes in January. Like I told everyone that. The fact that I'm up right now at this time of year when I'm watching like three college basketball games a week is, is pretty fucking insane. So, uh, but yeah, we're on fire over there. Santa 20 use promo code Santa 20 and get 20% off anything on the site. So right now you can get the hockey betting package, the basketball betting package, which includes college basketball and pro basketball and NFL and college. We were going to do a separate bowl package, but she putting all his bowl picks in the, in that package. I mean, if you get all three of those, like 60 bucks each, 
It's like 180, and then you get 20% off that. So you get it for like 150, and that expires January 21st. So you still got a full month left of that for like 150 bucks. You get every single sport, college basketball, football, NFL, college football, hockey, MMA, golf, all of that's in there. So it's, it's pretty much the nut deal right now uh, to go get that. And then we'll have the new packages, which are launching in mid-January uh, yeah. for, the, for the remainder of the season. But uh, yeah, so Santa 20, promo code Santa 20. So the uh, Saturday game, do you have a lean on this Titans game? I see. I, I see. Yeah, I didn't talk I do. to you about this. I, I can't see you not taking the points here. Give me them points, baby. Yeah. Give me them points. Uh, I see it minus 10. Penny sitting at 10 and a half. Five dimes is actually at 11. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Give me the 10. Um, I can't, I, the line's just, I, I don't know. I mean, I make it uh, seven and a half. So it's like I'm all over this game. I can't see not taking the 10. I, I can even see us. I mean, the one thing I've been fucking amazing at this year is these like plus 300 plus 500 money line dogs. I could see Washington stealing this game. Like, yeah, plus 500, I, I, so. I get it. They're fucking mangled and it's the fucking Titans. Titans. Like it's the Titans, right? Like we've seen this. Like, Mariota's been dinged up most of the time. You always have a chance of him going out, and then the team completely falls apart. But he's not that great. You could run on the Titans. I could see AP having a big game here. I, I, I'm definitely taking the plus 10. <laughs> Laying 10 points to the Tennessee Titans is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, dude, give me anyone plus 10 versus the Titans. I mean, there's a chance the Titans only score 17. Right, exactly. Right? Like, yeah, you know, you're not dealing with, like, the Saints or something where it's like, you know, even if you put up your 10, 14 points, you're going to get killed. I mean, how many points are the fucking Titans going to score? Like, you know, if they go how off, much? if they go off, they're going to score like 26, mm-hmm. right? Like, that, that's if they – I mean, they had an out-of-body experience versus the Jaguars and scored 30. They were just literally everything that could have gone right went right. But, I mean, you're looking at like 24 points for the Titans, so you really need like 14 out, yeah. of, the, out of the Redskins, in my opinion, to, to pretty much be – be safe with the cover and then whenever you get a whenever you get a weaker team which i do think they are a weaker team whenever you get a weaker team laying like fucking minus 600 or whatever fuck the line is 500 you gotta at least throw a little a little little fucking stabberino on throw a taste little taste sprinkle from the monkey knife fight perspective uh you guys uh promo code fucks our monkey knife break promo Elite? Elite. Elite. I got too many promo codes. Add CTE to Tommy's mental health yes, issues. Yes, it's my mental health, so don't blame me for forgetting. It's my mental health issues. Uh, promo code Elite over at Monkey Knife Fight. I got four Monkey Knife Fight plays. If you guys go to the site at Guru Elite, we have a whole Monkey Knife Fight tab now that's accessible to all the Guru Elite subscribers of any sport, DFS, gambling, anyone. If you're a Guru Elite sub, you have access to it. Um, I know Kevin just hit one of these props last night, hit one of his NBA props. But I have my favorite monkey knife fight prop of the year. It's my favorite one of the year. I'm loading up on it. I'm telling people to do the 2X, 3X, 5X on it. It was like Christmas for Tommy yesterday. Rob, I, I was, found this prop. You I was like, I got it. it. I got the nuts. <laughs> like, I found the easiest monkey knife fight prop ever. Uh, and they locked it in for us. And they lock it in, yeah. And I'm not even giving it away on here. I'm saving oh. that. I'm saving that. So you got to uh, get over to Guru Elite. Use that Santa 20. Get over there. And, uh, but it's my favorite one of the year, for sure. But I will give a couple Monkey Knife Fight plays on this first game. Um, do you have anything, Rob, that you were looking at for this first game? No, nothing on Monkey Knife Fight. 
Okay, so I'm going to log into my dashboard here. Just give me a second. Uh, I almost read my passcode out loud, which is not What's your social security like number? The same Tommy. passcode for everything I fucking do. That's your social security number. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, let's see. My dashboard here. And then upcoming. All right, so one of the things I like over there, I like these rush hour props. So I'm doing the rush hour prop over 186. And I always give you guys the baseline one, like the 2X one. You could always expand it. So I like Henry, Peterson, and Lewis to combine for 186 rushing yards. I think this is going to be a game where both teams are going to have success on the ground. And Henry and Peterson are both guys who are, uh, shockingly, considering they're both fairly big backs and Peterson's old, they're both guys who are, like, fucking one play away from an 80, 90-yard run, Mm -hmm. right? Like, we've seen them do it multiple times. We had so that prop last We had the same thing, right? We had the same rush hour prop in the Jacksonville game. And Derrick Henry broke a 90-yarder, and boom, you basically lock it in. So you're always one play away from locking this in. So I like that. Uh, that's where I'm sitting right now. That's my favorite prop for this game, 186 uh, rush hour, Henry, Peterson, and Lewis. I like it. Yeah, and then I have another one which I'd locked in. Uh, Crowder versus Thompson plus a half a yard. Davis versus Crowder plus six and a half. Mariota versus Henry, uh, and then Henry versus Peterson. That's touchdowns. Mariota, Henry is touchdown. You'll see. That's the rapid fire three for four. I have Crowder, Davis, Mariota, and Henry uh, yeah. on that one. And, guys, so. if you haven't been the monkey knife fight yet, the interface is really slick. Tommy and I are literally talking to the CEO. Daily, yep. Daily uh, ideas for improvement, and they're really open and just a really cool company to work with. We have with, a and- lot of big stuff coming with them, and they're very, very, very receptive to our yes. feedback, which is awesome because we're just trying to tell them, you know, what we hear from the subs and relaying them. And they're they're doing new types of contests. They're they're going to be adding some other stuff on there. They're going to be changing even some payouts. Um, there's going to be a lot of things that they're doing over there to to even soften the games up for us, which is going to be yeah. awesome. So. Right. So uh, a lot of good stuff coming from Monkey Knife Fight. They're really receptive. Keep in mind, it's a new company, so they're evolving. So any feedback you guys have, um, let us know and let them know at MKF uh, on Twitter. So the second game here on this slate, Rob, Ravens-Chargers. Ravens are getting four and a half in this game versus the Chargers, 43 and a half total, uh, minus 220 on the money line. Right now, I mean, I know where I'm leaning, but I I have no idea where you are. I I have a Saturday night special on this game. Mm. Saturday night special. Six hey, point Rob, tease. Saturday night special. Mr. Saturday night. Well, who sings that song? Special. Don't, uh, dude. don't ask. You guys Leonard Skinner. To me on Leonard Skinner. Listen to Leonard me. Skinner. Listen to me. I have a mental health disorder. Okay? <laughs> when you guys ask me questions to remember anything, so you true. make me look stupid. <laughs> Mad Lab does it all the time. Like, yo, what was the I don't know. Like before you forget, I don't know. I don't remember. Dude, Rob, this is how fucked up my CTE is. Yeah. This is how bad it is. And Rob right. knows. Yeah. Mad Lab knows. Like, everyone at first was like, yeah, okay. Like, see, I don't sit here all day talking about making excuses for my fucking brain damage. But I have it hard, bad. Do you know, Rob, that I've watched basically every serial killer show on Netflix? Okay. Okay? Every yeah. single one of them. I just watched The Innocent Man the other night. I, I was going to ask you if you're watching The Innocent Man, dude. I started that last yeah, night. Yeah, it's, it's good. Like, it's, yeah. Like, good. Like, this, it's, it's crazy when you're just like, you know, the, the big thing about those, not to ruin anything, is you're just like, come on, dude. 
Like, how is no one helping this motherfucker? <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, this is so obviously fucking, you know, whatever. I won't ruin it. But well, if you haven't seen it, though, it's about a fake confession. You're like, well, we don't, yeah, uh, yeah, we don't know it's, if it's fake, but these guys confess to a crime. It's yeah. fake. Um, but, the, but, like, I watch these, Rob, and then I go back, and I have no idea. I can't tell you anything about any of the ones I've already seen just, just a month ago. So None. can you watch it again and it's like fresh? Yes! <laughs> I figured out, yes! Dude, I finally have figured, because I'm sitting here going, dude, having this, fuck, it is, I, I'm a, I have brain damage. Having this problem has been something that has been Tire nothing iron. but negatives my whole life. I forget everything. I forget names. I forget numbers. I forget, you know, I walk to the fridge, don't know why I'm there. Like, I do all this kind of stuff all the time, but I haven't found a positive yet. And I finally did. Rob, I can go watch Unabomber, which is one of my favorite shows in the history of Netflix, <laughs> yeah. over again, and I remember none of it. I just remember that I like it. <laughs> so it's like I know exactly what to watch. <laughs> and it's like I don't remember any of it. I can't fucking tell you how Westworld ended. And it's all I talk about. Like, yeah. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm like, this is like my dream. Like, this is so amazing. It's gotten so bad that I don't remember anything. And, and it'll, be like, it'll be like deja vu when I'm watching it. Mm. Like, like, oh, I remember this scene. Like, oh, I remember this scene. Mm. But I don't remember how it ends. <laughs> it's fucking great. I literally am in my own little mental loop on Netflix. I don't ever need to find another show. I yeah, don't even need to Breaking make new Bad, shit for you. Game of yeah. Thrones, Westworld, like all the best shows. I could just watch them every fucking three months. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I know I'm laughing, but I'm not kidding. Uh, I know you're not. This is real. This is real talk right this here. This is real talk. Fucking real talk. feel bad for Josh Gordon. Feel bad for me. I'm brain damaged. <laughs> What's funny is the second I asked you a question where it re- like requires some amount of recall, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know why I asked that question. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know why I asked. I don't know. I it's don't Leonard Skinner, Mr. Saturday Night Special. Okay. Yeah, uh, that, that, that little dovetail there. But that's, uh, that's uh, uh, yeah, looking at a life of Tommy G. The problem is, Rob, now, now I black out when I drink like every time. Like, ah, that's like even if I don't get fucking like annihilated, like I don't remember the night before. How many drinks though? Like, what's what's your number where you're kind of like, I might black out soon. Well, see, that's the thing. No one knows, right? Like when we were, that's the thing. I, like when you black out, you're a fucking mashed potato. You know, like you're fucking like. It takes a lot though. Like, right? No, it takes a lot. But you're like, like fucking. You look like you're being walked on strings like a puppet. Right. But I don't ever get like that. Like we went to the Fanduel no. thing. We went to the Jet Suite. We started drinking at 12, beer pong, fucking hammering shots, like all day. Everyone, like people just die off, right? It started as 100 yeah. people. Then it was down to 50. Then Tommy's it was always 30. the last man. Standing. Then we went to the sports book and I'm just crushing. Like I'm just right. crushing double vodkas the whole night. And uh, then it's me and Curtis from Fandle. And then he leaves and I'm by myself and I'm just like, all right, I'm good. And the girl behind the bar goes to me, how are you still standing? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean? And she's like. It's crazy. She's like, how are you still fine? And everyone around you is a, a mutant. It's, I'm like, yeah. I don't know. But then I'll wake up and I won't remember like half of like the like Mad Lab will have to fill me in on things we did at the Jets game and stuff. So it's not like I'm doing dumb shit that I don't remember. I just fucking bloop, control alt delete like it's just gone. But you never stop. It's so crazy. That's like, the thing. There's no off switch. I just I come home and then I start drinking Jameson. Like like me when I'm in that state, I know it's bedtime. So I, yeah, it's no. bedtime for me. You don't no, you don't have that. There's it's no bedtime, bedtime for me when I ejaculate. That's 10, it. Eleven a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Whenever that happens. But um. So we're talking, we talking about, about football. Yeah, we're talking or about football. Football. Ravens, Chargers. 
Um, <laughs> I like the Chargers in this game. I think this is a. I think this is a trap line here, just by looking at it. I mean, I don't know, man. I can't see anyone not taking this plus four and a half. I think. I think maybe I'm wrong here, but well, I, so I think my Saturday night special play is I. I am. They're not, they're laying four and a half, Tommy. They're not getting four and a half. No, I know, but I can't see people. I, I think everyone's going to be on Baltimore plus four and a half. Oh yeah, I do too. I do too. I I'm going to tease. I'm going to tease the Chargers and the and the Skins. Um, actually, I know it's don't a lot you of love points Saturday to tease teasers. Up, Saturday but teasers are the best. If I don't, if there's two football games on a Saturday, I'm teasing them motherfuckers, and uh, I want to tease the Chargers and the Skins. And if the Skins can't cover fucking sixteen and a half, I deserve to lose my bet. So well, no, you deserve to lose your bet because you should be at seventeen and a half, like a fucking man who does a seven point teaser. That half point could kill me. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're just fucking, you just love, you love, every game you tease is like the ones that piss me off the most. <laughs> like you intentionally tease it to get like no, it's not intentional. 16 and a half. Like yeah. it's, it's like you fucking do it just to piss me off on a I podcast. I don't see the difference. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm waiting for this line to get to four. Do you think this gets to four? It is at four. Um, my bookie okay. has four. All right, so yeah, lots so I'm, I'm at four and a half yeah. on my credit shop. I got to get over to DraftKings and my bookie and see. So yeah, I'm going to do this. Uh, and what do you have the skins at? Ten and a half or ten? Ten and a half. All right, so yeah, that's that's a lock and load for me. That's seventeen and a half for the skins and plus three for the Chargers. Rob will take sixteen and a half and plus two and a half for. Oh, some you're going to tease it through zero? <laughs> what? Hell yeah! I have no problem with that. I don't right. follow your fucking booga booga rules. You're I'm teasing, teasing this up. I, you're taking the Ravens no, plus. No, 11. no, I'm teasing it through zero too. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you because you're always you don't tease through zero. You lose value. Like uh, that's the one thing you say though. Yeah, I know it's true. I mean, that's what everyone says, but I don't follow anything anyone says. Neither. Um, I'm teasing it through. This week, the games after that, the Sunday games. Yeah. So uh, it's so great to have Saturday football, man. It's so great. Just just that double banger on Saturday is just so amazing. Um. So Sunday here, we have some interesting games from a survivor perspective, Rob. Who would your survivor pick, Pete? Because I think a lot of people are going to take Tennessee. I'm in the final five, so I'm in the fab five. First of all, Rob, who crushes survivors, Calcutta's, bracket pools like that more than me? Nobody. Anything nobody. that requires some game theory and gamesmanship, you're the fucking beast. Nobody. Nobody. So I'm nobody. the final five of my survivor pool, which started with like 600 people or some shit. Um, I mean, your Rams are your obvious pick, but nobody has the Rams. No one has That's to be left. fucking honest. Right. Nobody so, has the Rams. So I am thinking... I'm going Browns this week. I've, I've mapped it out. I said Vikings last week. Um, they slaughtered. Everyone laughed at me. I think you even laughed at me. But um, I like the Browns this week versus Cincinnati. That line is just flying up, too. This thing opened at like six and a half, seven, didn't it? Uh, the it's Bengals up to nine. fucking wreck. It opened at seven, yeah. Yeah, things up to nine. So I, I love this line. Ten so, some uh, places. Yeah. Is it ten? Jesus yeah, just fuck. Saw. Yeah, so I mean, Cleveland yeah. is probably the survivor pick. Indy is another decent one, but I feel the most confident, if, assuming you don't have the Rams, um, which I don't like taking Rome teams anyway. Um, if you did have the Rams, probably used them last week and got slaughtered. Assuming you don't have the Patriots against the Bills, I think it comes down to the Titans, the Cowboys, the Colts, and the Browns. And yeah. I, believe it or not, not just because they're the only one of those teams that I have left, I actually like the Browns better than the rest of those. Yeah, I do too. I was going to say the boys, but I think the boys could lose that game. Easily, I think the boys so, could lose. That. I'm going to have yeah. a play on the fucking money line on Tampa. Yeah, um, I agree with that. I, I do think, but the Cowboys win. But that Tampa team, you just never fucking know. 
right? Yeah. Like it depends on which team shows up. If they're firing at all cylinders. Um, what about the Colts game? Do you have any lean on the Colts game here? Forget Survivor, just from the Colts minus nine versus the Giants. Yeah, I mean, I see that that line's kind of all over the place. I see nine. I see um, ten and a half actually. Um, I'm at nine, so I'm right yeah. on the number for that game. Um, okay. And we yeah. can buzz through these. We're getting towards the yeah. end of the season. We can give them some cookies here. So Bucks, Bucks, Cowboys. Um, just a quick thirty second. What's your lean on this game? If you have anything, uh, I, I lean I lean Tampa. Uh, I think it's closer to a five-point game than a seven-point game. Um, yeah. So I lean Tampa. So I don't, I don't hate your money line play there either. It might be a, that might be a split your bet and do a little sprinkle money line spread fifty-fifty mm-hmm. bet. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. Um, the um, nice, how, the nice thing about Jeff Manns being like the hottest NFL handicapper in the world is we can give out some free plays on the podcast here, and people still need to sign up to get Jeff's. This is true. <laughs> this is true. It's a positive. How much does it kill us to say that Jeff's so hot? It's fucking. There's a uh, game here I have a lot of questions about, and I think I want to bet it is the Atlanta Carolina game. So Cam's been shut down, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, does Julio play? Um, if he plays, I mean, it's still a little early in the week to make that final assessment but he's definitely banged up so but atlanta three and a half to carolina without cam newton yeah it does seem it does seem low right like seems low i mean they are on the road so you got to figure on a neutral field this is like a touchdown line but i mean i think the panthers are better off without cam okay i mean you could we don't know what what hinky is or hinky whatever fuck his name is we don't know what he is so uh, this is a stay away game for me, Rob, just because I don't really bet the Falcons or the Panthers anyway. Yeah. Okay. Like, but, but yeah, no, I mean, it, I could see it like minus three and a half seems pretty generous. Everything um, here screams to me to bet Atlanta. Yeah, uh, no, I a hundred percent. Like I, I get it. You know, these games that I'm totally torn on and I have no idea. I usually just take the money line dog. So if the home team is the dog, I'll just go take the plus one sixty five yeah. on it. I'll probably stay but, away. but I mean, I, I could definitely see a uh, justification for Atlanta there. Um, Jacksonville, Miami. That's a fucking ugly game. You even touching that? No, no, fuck that. Yeah, uh, Colts, <laughs> Giant, Colts, Giants is circled right now. Obviously, we're still waiting on the news on Odell Beckham. Um, what do you think here? Giants just quit. Giants are just done. Oh, they're fucking done, yeah, dude. You just fucking pound against them now. Yeah. Well, what's Beckham doing? And we don't know. He's doubtful. He's, he's I saw he's doubtful bitch. this he's morning. He's a bitch. Who knows? He's a bitch. He's a piece of Probably shit. Probably not going to play, yeah. dude. I said. I said fucking. Before the season started, that the second they fall out of contention, he's going to fucking shut the season down. And mm-hmm. immediately they lose the big game where they could have fucking got back up in their playoff hunt. And he missed the next three games with an injury. Meanwhile, he didn't even leave the fucking prior game with the injury. Just man, pops out of nowhere. He's, he's fucking faking it. He's not fucking playing. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, um, but again, it's still the Giants, right? Like, they still have some potency and they got a decent pass rush. Like, you know, it, they're always interesting at like plus four hundred, right? Like the Giants, that whole that full NFC East is always like Giants, the Eagles. They're always interesting when you can get them plus four or five hundred because they do have some heart. Yeah, um, there's a game here I'm really interested in is the mm-hmm. Houston Philly game. Um, I know Foles is back and he's so much better than Wentz, and 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 that team's just clearly better with Nick Foles. Um, but dude, Houston here, I I love Houston in this spot. Um, what is it now? The line is Houston getting one. Mm-hmm. Um, so the line's been bet down from two and a half actually this afternoon. <laughs> money, just, money just came in on them. It, it came down a point and a half. I wish I would have got, I was going to say, what are you, hold on. Uh, let me refresh my page here. Yeah. Pinnacle. Um, the mo- 
I've got it just it just happened because I've got you know I pay for the live odd screen so right. I see it in real time unlike Stop a bragging. lot of places so Stop um, at two fifty two fifty yeah it literally just got bet it it might not show up on dude a yeah no it's showing on mine now now it's one okay. and a half on mine yeah so it just got bet down so sharp money literally while we're recording this um, just bet Houston um, I'm gonna tease Houston up with somebody was that Probably. you Rob that did that no 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> did you move that line? No, I didn't. Move. I, I cannot move NFL lines. NBA, yeah. MLB, I move those lines. NFL yeah. lines, you have to get down so yeah. much fucking it's money. Um, but yeah, I like Houston here. Um, I liked the money line. The money line kind of is not yeah, as sexy not as now. Like, probably like what plus one ten now. Plus one ten. Yeah. God yeah. damn it! I missed my play. Um. I still am going to tease up Houston, and I'm going to tease Houston uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers. The Steelers? Steelers. Man, that game, I just... I know. The man who's been the highest on the Saints all fucking season, and I'm heavily Pittsburgh biased, but they're fucking good. This is your most stay-away game of the year. It's like your Super Bowl champion versus your favorite team. Like, you can't even bet that. The Steelers are good. Steelers are good, but the Saints at home are fucking good. Good. I mean, just I, so I'm, you know, I'm not pulling shit out of my ass. I make under this on game, this or over. I make this game 53 and a half points and the spread at minus six. So that's what so, it is. Uh, yeah, that's why I said. Yeah, that's fine. That's why I'm going to tease it. No, see, this is just showing that you have a bias right now because no. you don't have a lean on this game and you're teasing it just because you want to bet the Steelers. Well, I mean, if I can get it to pick them, fuck yeah. Well, I mean, then in that case, then you could tease every single game if you're on no. the number. You're just, no. you have a fucking bias here. Yes. No. Because what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to take a game where you got a point and a half edge and then tease it to go get your seven and a half, eight point edge. You're just fucking being biased here. You have I'm no the- lean on this game. So if you're not teasing it, right? You have zero lean on this game. You're literally right on the number, right on the spread, right on the total, right? Yeah, I'm just. So why would you? Why would you tease it? Because I want Pittsburgh action. Because you're a fucking degenerate Steelers fan. (laughs) The only end. You have no lean on this game whatsoever. You asked me what I was playing, right? But I'm also trying to tell everyone out there that this isn't the alcoholic. This is fucking Rob. (laughs) Rob's making this bet, not the optimizer, not the fucking algorithm. This is a Rob bet. And Rob wants the Steelers to pick up with Houston. <laughs> Good. I think this is. Uh, I think the Saints roll. Um, I think the Saints march them. I think this roll? game will go under. I think you're wrong. I think I'll tease the Saints down if anything, and I'll take the Saints minus the six. I I think the Saints just fucking put that dick in that ass. Wait a minute. You said roll. What does roll mean? Roll. They, they Saints win by thirty-four what? seventeen. Thirty-four seventeen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Book it. So, Book it. Book right, that right. score. So, Remember that score for next week, people. I'll give you minus ten for a thousand dollars. The fuck out of here, this kid. He's always trying to what? steal fucking points. What do you mean? I gotta lay minus ten? Why would I you lay? Said you said they roll. Bet? Why would I bet you minus ten for a thousand when I could bet my bookie minus six for a thousand? You said they roll. <laughs> fuck you! Think I'm fucking siege? What are you talking about <laughs> here? Get out of here. Fucking with that shit. MLB um, Model 101. Bait somebody to a bet, yeah, give them a shit lie to get them emotional about maybe it. Maybe after I finish this bottle of Tito's, then you could have that conversation. <laughs> I'll say it with my chest. But right now, I'm too sober for that. Right. Jets Packers. 
Uh, we got a lot of shit going on where the Packers kind of quit, but Rodgers is still playing, but they shut down Aaron Jones, but they're at the Jets, and the Jets look good at home, and the Jets are still trying. Like, I read they're, yeah. sitting, they're talking about sitting Rodgers for the last two weeks. Yeah, but, I mean, now Rodgers is coming out saying, uh, you know, like, oh, leaders don't sit in these spots, blah, blah, blah. Oh, really? I don't know. I, I mean, if Ro- assuming Rodgers plays, yeah, do you have any lean on play. this? No, not really. Hold on, I'll tell you my I number. I think you got a Jets money line lean here, but again, it's me and the Jets. Yeah, your Jets, your your blind spot for the Jets is my blind spot for the Steelers. Oh, um, yours is way worse because I'll at least go against the Jets sometimes because we suck. I mean, I will fade the Steel. I, I I will if the numbers right, but um, yeah, I really got nothing here, Tommy. Um, How about my call on the fucking Vikings winning by twenty last week? Can we address that? Yeah, I think ahead. you were against me at that. I th- everyone in the world was against me on that. Yeah, I was against you on that. That was pretty. That was pretty bold. That was yeah, just a, a good perfect call. storm. Perfect Great storm play. last week. Vikings now minus six at the Lions. I don't love them as much on the road. No, me either. I think I could. I think I could live with the over on this forty-two yeah. and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I've got a slight over lean. Yeah, Rams fourteen Cardinals. Uh, that's probably a fair number considering. Right. <laughs> uh, let me look. Thirteen and a half. Uh, forty-five total. So, give me the Cardinals. Oh come on, bro. Yep. yep. Give me the two tizzles. Give me I those understand. two touchies. Give me those two touchies. I understand. Get the points. Yep. Go get those points. Gurley's banged up. They're hiding shit. Figured McVeigh out. I think the Rams win, obviously, but give me those two touchies right now. This Rams team is a little bit of a free fall. Uh, Steelers Bears in the interest. Steelers I mean, uh, Bears uh, Niners no, Bears. No, no. Yeah, I do. I do, Tommy. Um, I, I I I don't understand the line honestly. Um, let me tell you what I'm at here. I am at. <laughs> maybe I'm biased here. I don't know. I, I'm at Chicago minus six, so I, I'm gonna bet the Bears. Um, I really like the Bears in this spot. I, I don't understand. Um, I don't understand the number really at all. So I will have Bears action minus four. Okay. Um, and again, keep in mind, guys, this is midweek. Like by Sunday, we're going to narrow down. Half of these plays could fall off the board and we might have no interest in. Um, and then half of them, we may be playing larger unit sizes than others. So make sure to get into the package to check out those final numbers. But I will tell you this. Yeah. Seattle rolls this week. Rolls this week. Rolls. 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 This would be an action point game for me if you could get it. This is a money line game for me. Take the plus 120, 125, whatever you're getting. Take the plus fucking three. Go buy the half because you're not going to need to pay for it if you want. Do everything you want. Tease it up. Fucking do everything with it. Load the fuck up. Seattle shows the world how the Chiefs are going fucking nowhere this year. And you're about to see the fucking clashing of philosophies. The fucking sharp (laughs) analytics throw at every play versus Pete Carroll Carroll. late in the season in the cold when games matter just ramming the fucking ball down their fucking throat the whole game, keeping Mahomes off the field because when Mahomes can't get on the field much, then he starts making mistakes because he starts trying to do – Score a touchdown in every play. I mean, it's going to be a throttling. It's going to be a throttling. There, there's going to be no point in this game where you're not thinking Seattle's going to win. There, yeah. it's just, they're going to win this game by double digits, and they're just going to fucking punish the Chiefs. 
Give me all that Seattle at home late in the season narrative, Tommy. We've Give all, me we've the all Russell seen this. Wilson late. Give me the we've Carol. all seen this track before. Give me the cold weather, you know, home team. Give me the fucking 12th man. Give me the fucking yeah. running team versus passing team in big games. Give me all of it. Give me all Not of it. Not arguing with you here. It's all, This is my Vikings bet from last week. I told you guys last week the Vikings went by 20, which was 13 points bigger than the spread. I'm telling you that the fucking Seahawks win by 10, which is about 13 points bigger than the spread. So this is this is the, the Tommy G lock of the week. Lock um, it up. And then Monday night, Broncos Raiders. So 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 with the Josh Gordon news, though, we didn't talk New, New England Buffalo. That line has actually moved New England's way a half a point. So right. markets just telling you that Josh Gordon is not worth even anything uh, on this line. Interested in the bills there, by the way. But um, really, were you just going to skip this game? I did. I forgot about it. Yeah. Yeah. I just messed up. But uh, Broncos Raiders. <laughs> this is a stay away from right? Like, who the fuck's been? Like, this is, dude, monkey knife fight slash props. Why does it have to be on Monday? Yeah, we're gonna I love it. Props. I love it, dude. Take the shitty game, stick it on Monday. Let me go fuck around with some props on it. Like, let's just, let's get, let's, let's monkey knife fuck this thing. So, that, <laughs> that's, that's not going to be doing on that one. Oh, God. Let's go over some of your tweets before we get out of here. All right. First of all, I want to mention that PETA says eating chicken makes your dick small. God damn that? it. Is that what's wrong with me? <laughs> and and uh, the best tweet of the day yesterday was Ray Bay, my boy Ray, on Twitter, Ray Bay 30. Um, he, he goes, try telling that to millions of black men. <laughs> oh, it was so great. It was so great. PETA is off the fucking chain, dude. They're, they're, they're... I don't know what the fuck they're doing. What the fuck are they doing over there? Dude, my favorite thing was PETA was talking about how cheese is sexist. Cheese? And cheese. Cheese is the most <laughs> sexist food. That's what they said. And they had a tweet from 2017. And they quote tweeted their own tweet from 2017. And they said a year later, this tweet is still going viral. And it had 500 likes and 400 retweets. Jesus like, Christ. PETA, you have a million followers. A million. You can't get traction on anything they fucking post. Have you noticed that? Yeah. Like, literally, PETA yeah. is a fucking, it's a fucking clown machine. Yeah. That's all it is. Jesus. The only- How can a food be sexy? I, I didn't even read the article. But it's like, <laughs> go, through, go through PETA's timeline. Like, literally, everything oh, is like, like, you have the most recent one where they basically showed people fucking. And they have, like, a video that's, like, hmm? meat, meat eater and vegan. Go to PETA's fucking page. We should just have a segment every show called PETA Tweets. What did PETA do this week? PETA Tweeta. But, I mean, it's literally two people fucking, and it's like meat eaters versus vegans, and it shows the meat eaters, like, ending early and the vegans lasting a lot. Like, it, like what? what? It's weird, dude. Even with the chicken thing, they didn't say penis or t- – they said dick. Eating chicken makes your dick smaller. Like, who's controlling this account? They've wow. turned Animal Rights PC. into a parody account. That's what they've done. And basically, they basically they've made them a joke. They've yeah. made PETA a joke by trying to get attention, and you could tell that no one's really following it because they care about it. Because every tweet they post, they have a million followers, right. a million, seventy nine likes, fifty five likes, forty nine likes, one hundred fifty likes. They're talking about a tweet with five hundred likes going viral. It's like, what's PETA stand for? What's PETA mean? Know. Fucking penis, penis, cock, tits, ass. I don't know. 
what does PETA stand for? <laughs> Protection. And, let's see. What is what? Uh, did I just ask Tommy G another question? Yeah, seriously. Like oh, you just did it. People what for the, the ethical treatment of animals. Oh come on! I was googling. I like finding out. <laughs> I actually knew what it was. I just wanted to ask Tommy a question. No, dude, don't ask me questions. Don't ask me questions. I'm a fucking Google is like fucking like I'm the quickest Googler ever. It really is. I don't remember yeah. anything. But uh, yeah, here it is. We posted this tweet in 2017 and it's going viral over a year later. Yes, cheese is still the most sexist thing you can eat. And then you go to it. You'd be surprised why cheese is the most sexist thing you can eat. To help end sexism, you should stop eating cheese. The fuck? <laughs> now you're gonna make me read this? As feminists, we're working to put more women in the office in corn. Let me see. PETA investigations have shown that farm workers kick, whip, and jab laboring mothering cows. Oh, they're saying because I guess cheese comes from women cows, and the way they're abused makes it. You could be sexist to, to an cheese. animal. Oh, you, dude, ask PETA. You could be fucking sexist to anything. Jesus species. Christ. I'm going to cover myself in a vat of fucking nacho cheese after this. Dumb fucks. <laughs> Eating chicken makes your dick small. Okay. Cheesy chicken um, nachos. What was I going to do? Oh, I was going to go over your Twitter. So, uh, all right. Here's your first tweet that I want to mention. <laughs> I'm getting worse at Twitter. <laughs> Is that you possible? Didn't see. I accidentally tagged myself in a tweet. There was... <laughs> I tagged, I didn't mean to do it, and I said it. I thought it was a good tweet, and Cheetah responds, did you just tag yourself? And then, like, 15 people just responded, like, oh, my God, I'm fucking dead. What is he doing? Dude, it's, I didn't even think that was possible for you to get worse at Twitter. I tagged my... Like, that's crazy, because you're already the worst. Oh. Wow. Suck it, Tom. Yeah, fuck Tom Brady. He can suck oh, it. I thought that was about me. Um, you could suck it, too. How poor do you have to be to give your family a Honda for Christmas? <laughs> Not a Honda, a Honda. <laughs> how how disconnected are these commercials that show people like getting a Lexus for Christmas and a fucking GMC SUV for Christmas and a truck? Like, how disconnected are these people? But then they got the Honda one and like. I could buy my family a Hyundai, probably. I can't get them the Mercedes Benz fucking with the bow. But I could probably get you the fucking Hyundai. Oh my god, dude! I love how you're saying. How poor do you have to be to buy yourself your family a car? Like you're still buying your family a car. <laughs> but, but it, but it, it was like right after me. the Lexus commercial. Like they had the Lexus commercial, then the Hyundai. It's commercial. like the it's like the philosophy of dude. If you can't buy like a nice car for don't put a fucking bow in a Hyundai. Right, right. No. Like, just, just go down. Just buy a bracelet. Like, you know, it's better to buy a high end bracelet than a low end Hyundai. <laughs> to, to me, when you buy the Hyundai, you like walk in the house like in shame. Like, got a new car out there, Dad. We got a new car. Don't get too excited. It's a fucking Hyundai. <laughs> That's one of those situations where it's better to spend like on an elite four grand product than like a shitty 15 grand product right yes like yes. always get the best of the cheaper thing rather than right. the cheapest of the best thing That's what I, tell everyone. Um, I have a christmas party tomorrow night you, you know how i hate parties and people and how did this holidays. go rob that's i care more about how the party went and if you have any uh interesting stories from the party no, it was kind of funny because it was a bunch of middle-aged people, but we ended up playing Flip Cup at, like, midnight. Nice. And uh, I prefer beer pong, but I like party games, party drinking No, games. we did Flip Cup, but I had been drinking so much bourbon. You know what? I think I'm going to bring my beer pong table to my mom's house. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, my family doesn't really drink, which is odd, being that I'm an alcoholic. But the Bod doesn't drink that much at all. The my Bod mom doesn't, doesn't drink? drink at all. No, the Bod doesn't drink much. Bod does, never done drugs. Doesn't drink. He's like Mad Lab. They're like the same person. Yeah, yeah. Um, my mom doesn't drink. My uncle doesn't really drink. My aunt will drink a little bit. It's really just me. It's like me and my one aunt, which I'll drink. But yeah, I have a family of people who don't drink. Wow. Which is weird. So I think I'm going to bring a beer pong table and see if I can get everyone fucked up. Well, we had everybody playing flip cups. Some people were playing with water because right. it was late. Don't let them play with water. They're playing with water. So you could play beer pong with water. Yeah. I think it's – I don't. Dude, we were at the uh, we were at the, the suite for the Jets game. We were at the FanDuel Sportsbook and all that. And we started playing beer pong. And I realized my kryptonite, mm-hmm. my beer pong kryptonite is and i overcame it obviously and won the last four games straight but it was very tough for me to acclimate to those beer pong tables that have the holes in the table have you ever seen those Mm -hmm. the holes are cut into the table and you sink the cup into it right i'm not very good no i know it changes everything for me i don't know why when i have to throw it in like to the flat hole in the table different rather than uh, yeah I, i don't i don't know i it fucked with me like I still won because even like fifty percent of me is better than everyone else, <laughs> right. but it's like well, I was not. I was not machine gun Tommy. Oh, that's for sure. So, uh, so what what are you doing for Christmas, Rob? Where are you heading? Oh, uh, I don't travel. I'll be right here. Everyone's coming to your house. Yeah, everybody will be here. The whole crew. How many people do you usually have there? Uh, ten, twelve, something like that. Yeah. I'm going to smoke a prime rib this year. I'm kind of excited about that. Well, not necessarily yeah. smoke it, kind of in between. I'm going to smoke a bookie this year. I want to fucking Do kill it. the world. Rob, if you could have anything for Christmas, what would it be? World peace. <laughs> <laughs> you know this about me, Tommy. I don't like things. I don't give a fuck about things, really. Like it's, yeah, I don't really give a fuck. So I don't need, I don't need much, dude. I really don't need much. If you're going to buy me a present, I would like a bottle of old Pappy whiskey um, bourbon, but I don't. I don't like getting presents. Me either. It's weird. Yeah, it's weird, right? Like, I don't. I like giving presents. I don't like getting them. It's It's so awkward. Could you imagine if I handed you a gift right now? Like, here. Yeah, no. Merry Christmas. It feels weird to me. I don't like getting things. I don't know why. It's weird. I don't even really buy myself that much shit. Like, no, I, I but I'll I'll spend all my money on everyone else. I, I I like rebel against money. I think like I fucking hate it. You hate money. rebel against it. Yeah. yeah. But um. All right, Rob. Any final words? No, that's it, guys. That's it. No, there you go. That's it, guys. That's, that's it. it. For the alcoholic, I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay cashing, motherfuckers. Mercy is for the weak. We do not train to be merciful here. A man face you, he is enemy. Enemy deserve no mercy. Ain't no mercy. Ain't no mercy.